Welcome to episode two of Making Friends with Mark McGarth. Good morning, everybody. Uh, thanks for tuning in to the podcast again. Um, I'm recording this on Monday morning as I'm getting ready to go to work. Can you believe that? Can you believe that I still have to do a job because I'm not rich from this podcast yet? And really, look in the mirror and ask yourself, whose fault is that? Because it's not mine. It's only my listeners' fault. Oh, I'm just kidding. Thank you so much for listening. Honestly, I do appreciate it. Um, and if you guys want to take the time to subscribe or comment or uh, recommend to a friend, that would really mean the world to me. So thanks again for listening. Uh, last night I had a dream that I had these abdominal muscles that were so powerful and strong and well-toned. And I was just walking around with my shirt off and people were impressed. And it felt good. I felt like I was, uh, like, uh, maybe Channing. Yeah, I felt like I was Channing Tatum. Uh, but, well, I guess not really. I guess I felt like Channing Tatum in, like, an alternate universe where Channing Tatum works at a circus and he looks in a funhouse mirror that uh, reveals what he would look like if he were wildly unsuccessful. Uh, that's about as close as I got. But still... Having abdominal muscles felt really good. Really, really good. Uh, maybe I'll do some sit-ups today. No, we know that's not going to happen. Uh, okay, time for the sponsor. Today's podcast is brought to you by The Human Ability to Stretch. Have, have you ever um, felt kind of tense and uh, like your blood was clotting? And you were like, hey... Oh, Wait a second, I have a solution for this. All I have to do is stand up and reach. Well, folks, that's stretching for you. And you can do it for free today. And uh, it'll probably help you feel better. I think I'm going to do it right after this intro. Thanks, Stretching, for sponsoring the podcast. Today's episode features Mike Bigby, who can be found on Twitter at Mike Bigby. Uh, and he is one of my favorites. I just find him endlessly hilarious. Uh, I think that this chat is a really fun one because Mike has one of those personalities that is mesmerizing and magnetic, and he, everything that he says is hilarious. So even if, uh, even if you disagree with that, the icing on the cake is that Mike is British, so you get to listen to the smooth caramel tones of his British accent. So that can't be bad, right? Uh, this is a really fun one. I enjoyed this one so much, and I hope that you do too. Let's not waste any more time. Let's go ahead and get straight into it. All right, have fun. Of course, or Mike. Of course, you can. Uh, this is my. Uh, my name's. I'm. I'm Mike. Uh, but you can call me Michael. That's. 
That's fine. I have Mike. Okay, I'll do Mike. I don't know. For some reason, I like the two syllables of saying Michael. Hey, uh, can, I, um, can I say something to you? I was listening to your first podcast uh, with Jess, um, and it was really good, by the way. But I noticed that you said that your name was Mark McGuck. Um, Correct. I found that funny because uh, <clears throat> because the the other day, um, our good friend, our mutual friend, Goggle Possum, said that uh, your name, he thought your name was Mark Magrack. Do you remember that? <laughs> and no. I read that, and I read that message. I was like, "Oh, Possum is so stupid." Of course, it's not <laughs> Mark Magrack. It's Mark Majark, like oh. magic. And then you said Mark Magark, and I was like, "What the fuck? What the hell?" Why is would that? you think it? You wouldn't really think it's Mark Majark. I thought it was Mark Majark, like like. No, it's not like a soft magic. G. I was I was totally this... going soft G. But interestingly, going back to your first episode on the GIF GIF scenario, I'm a hard G yes. man. Okay, so you do, you need to take that hard G that you apply to the GIF mm-hmm. and put it on my fucking name, Mike. <laughs> I take it from what you just said that I'm allowed to swear. On this, uh... You may, yes, you may have absolute freedom here. That is excellent. I was gonna, I was gonna say fucking excellent, but I was like, it's kind of a hack joke, so I'm just gonna say excellent. I'm just. Crack- you just said it, and then you cracked a beer. I cracked this a beer. This is getting, yeah. This is already R-rated. Oh yeah. Um, We're in yeah, my name town. Mark McGark came from our friend uh, Space Girl at Space Girl, who is mm-hmm. Sky. Yes, and she named me that. She was just kind of playing around with my name, and she came up with McGark as a play on Mark, if you can imagine such a thing. Yeah, and we had a good chuckle, and I thought, hey, I'm gonna adopt that. That's pretty good. So I have been christened Mark McGark. I like it. Um, Sky is a very creative person, and uh, yeah, that's a good name. I didn't know. Yeah, I didn't know that that was the origin story. But it's yeah, that's one. the origin story. It's like I've Batman, been, uh, you know, Batman gets his parents killed. Uh, Spider-Man gets bitten by like a, a radioactive spider. Mark McGuff. Wait, you say that like Batman paid to have his parents killed? <laughs> Batman gets his parents killed? Oh no, his parents are killed by say a tragic what? circumstance that he has no control over. Do you hear me? Uh, he didn't have his parents killed, but his parents. That's what you were, were implying. Killed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> not by his doing. <laughs> I mean, I mean he was a like rich, I... precocious young man. Perhaps he did have the money to hire an assassin. It's not but like I... judging by how crushed he was by the whole situation, I'm thinking that's a no. Yeah, I mean, he was pretty bummed out about it. But maybe, like, who doesn't want to be Batman, you know? Maybe he just... Uh, Holy he just, shit. He just gave himself an excuse. Like, Oh, be, my God. That could be what it was. Yeah, oh, my God. What if you're right? What if that's his level of dedication? That he paid to have his parents murdered just so that he could be I the I Batman. I completely lost you. Are you still there? <laughs> yeah, you hear me? Do you hear me? Are you still there? Hello. Are you still yes, there? hello. Hey, hello, hello. Hey, I can hear you. You hear me? What's going on? I don't know. I can hear you now. Okay. Anyway. It's like, it's like we're in the same room. <laughs> and we are to the listeners. Listeners are in the same room, <clears throat> and we're in the same room as all of the listeners right now. It's a very intimate experience that we all share. All right, speaking right into your ear ear holes, uh, ladies and gentlemen. 
Mike, your beard looks very neat and trim. I trimmed it, especially for this conversation. I realize now that this is not uh, an audio-visual experience for the listeners. This is just solely for you. That's why I trimmed my beard. Um, I'm a lucky individual. Now, let me describe it for anybody who's listening. Okay. So you have, looks like you have some product in your hair. I do have a little uh, product in my hair. Yeah, it's flawless is what it is. You have, uh, <laughs> you just did a little dismissive wave at me. You have uh, a, a thick beard, but it's neatly trimmed. It's like, uh, gives your face some depth. Now you're doing the kissy face with your fingers. What? Oh man, what? I wish that this were a video. And you're wearing a cool shirt that is not completely buttoned. <laughs> I mean, it's buttoned down to like nip level. I didn't want to have like okay. a, a pap paparazzi moment uh i know I, again this is not an audio visual experience for the listeners but i didn't want to like distract you with a with a nip slip uh today oh I, I could only be so lucky <laughs> but your shirt has palm trees what is that on there yeah little, little palm trees little white little white palm trees on a black background like just like in hawaii where i'm from by the way <laughs> <laughs> You're not from Hawaii. I'm in. I'm in Hawaii right now. I mean, look how <laughs> sunny it is here. Ocean view. It is sunny there. I'm surprised. <clears throat> Where do you live? Actually, I know you're somewhere in the UK. You don't have to be completely specific. <laughs> I live on uh, number thirty-seven, Winstonian. I mean, uh, <laughs> it's probably a little bit too much detail. I live in uh, a place called Gloucestershire, um, in a very nice part of Gloucestershire. Uh, which is like a place. No, I live in a. I okay. Okay, I'll be more specific than that. I live in a. Uh, I was born in a post box, in the village of <laughs> Butterfield Ridge, uh, which is in the small town of Blislington, in the Shire of um, Blomsworth, in Britain, uh, and that is, that that's the long and short of it basically. Butterfield Ridge, Blislington, Blomsworth, Britain. All right, I'm writing this down. I'm going to look it up for accuracy later. Mm-hmm. I, was, I mean, uh, don't, I was look, actually don't born... look it up. Why? <laughs> Why would you want to look it up? <laughs> I was born on Butternut Lane in, um, I think it's in Cleveland, Ohio. That's awesome. Is that real? That is real, yeah. I saw it on my parents' old luggage tags, and it cracked me up. <laughs> that's, that's awesome. I mean, mine was real, too, so... Uh, uh-huh. <laughs> I mean, it's not that good. It's like kind of playing second fiddle to my Butterfield Ridge, but still pretty good. To each his own, Michael. To each his own. So, um, what, so what are you what are you up to today? You're. It's later there. It's only eleven o'clock here, but there it's another time. I imagine. Yeah, it's it's four p.m. <laughs> you were right, by the way. I I got it wrong. Uh, oh yeah, we had a discussion about what the, the exact time difference was. I was insistent it was five hours, and then you were trying to play me like it was only four hours. And I well yeah, and the worst thing was I, I did it in a kind of like pedantic way. I was like, FYI, if it was GMT, <laughs> it wouldn't be uh, four. It would be four p.m. But actually, because we're in BST, which is British summer time, it's actually. 3 p.m., which makes no sense because uh, it's spring forward. So it if if I was right that it was 4 p.m. at GMT, it would have been 5 p.m. BST. So it makes complete it makes complete sense for me to think that. Yeah, you were completely wrong, and you were unnecessarily smug about it. <laughs> I have to say. 
It was really smart. I did one of those uh, emojis with the sunglasses on it. You know what I'm talking about? That's how smug it was. I never think of that as a smug emoji. I think the mm. smug emoji is the one where the, the yellow face is rubbing his chin. I think oh. that one's a little smug. I take that more of a, like, I'm thinking about it, but I'm thinking about it sarcastically. That's how I take that one. Uh, you use that one a lot. I see you. That's one of your go-to emojis. Well, the emoji. The, the chin rub or the sunglasses? The chin rub, but yeah. also the sunglasses, yeah. I, I've, so. got like, um, I've got like a few uh, on my phone, like, you know, the, the most used ones. Do you want to see them? Do you want to talk through them for the audience? We can do that. Bring them out. Bring them out. But this... as we're talking about sunglasses, as you're bringing that up, um, one of my favorite Vine videos of you is the one where you are, I think, going on like a summer picnic <laughs> with your girlfriend at the time, mm -hmm. and you slowed it down, so it's like a slow motion video of you just walking with so much confidence, I cannot believe how much confidence you have, and then we see you take your sunglasses, as you're holding a picnic basket, by the way, <laughs> you take your sunglasses and you throw them off into the distance, and the expression on your face is just ultimate summer picnic badassery. Mm -hmm. This is, uh, it's, uh, yeah, it's a memorable video. It's, uh, it, it happens a lot. Um, like, that's kind of like my go-to. Even in the winter, if I go for a picnic, I will take my sunglasses just so I can throw them at random people. Um, here's, a, here's some uh, uh, production notes, some special features on that video. Uh, I, um, there were lots of people around. It was a really hot day, and there were loads of people around, and we just managed to catch that, like, um, my girlfriend at the time, who is now my fiancé, she videoed it, um, <clears throat> and we just managed to get that, like, little bit of the park where it was quiet, but there's people on both sides, and I actually hit someone with my sunglasses, and I feel like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and they were really pissed off, and they're like, what, what the fuck are you even doing? Um... <laughs> So yeah, that, <laughs> that makes it way better. Yeah, it, it, it oh would have been God. great if I could have included that somehow. But it was, it was, uh, you know, fine. You know, like six seconds, you don't get any time anyway. Um, yeah, but now we have a behind-the-scenes uh, commentary on it, so people know. Okay, you're holding your phone up. Can you see now that? I see your most used emoji. Yeah. Okay, so let's see. You got the the party symbol. Oh yeah. You have the one the one of the yellow face with just like the straight across teeth, like he's gritting his teeth. Yeah. You got the hard eyes, recycle, music notes, prayer hands. I do see the sunglasses. Oh yeah. I do see the guy rubbing his chin. Nice. You're I also right. see the Pepe the Frog. What is that about? I don't know why that's in there. Uh, my, alt, my alt account uh, on, on Twitter is uh, just, you know, um, being extremely abusive. So I use it a lot, uh, naturally. Um, but I'm only abusive to people who, like, deserve it. Like liberals, for example. Oh, yeah, those smug sons of bitches. Um, I actually don't know why that, uh, that frog is in my frequently used. I think it's because of our chat with, um, with Hoppers. Uh, occasionally oh, send okay. him a little, yeah. a little froggy face. Uh, yeah, he's, he's, a, he's a little lovable frog. He's, yeah. uh, he's from a time when frogs used to be university, universally loved and accepted and mm. just so darn cute. Yeah. Hopper yeah. is a good guy. I think uh, he did a feature for you once, didn't he? He did, yeah. Well, back when I was like, um, like a 400 account, uh, 401k uh, followers. <laughs> <laughs> That's an American retirement thing, savings account. He did a feature on you. 
I'm just trying to drop it, drop the American references so that, that you feel more comfortable in this this conversation. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, he did do a feature for me. It was really nice, and then we did like a big feature for him. Do you remember that? Were you involved with that? I don't think I was involved with that. Well, remind me of that one. It was the um, it was like the twelve disciples of hoppers, and like we had him as Jesus at the Last Supper, and then like. <laughs> like our avatars over the faces of the disciples and like a uh, like a screenshotted tweet that from hoppers that was like retweet onto others as you would retweet yourself um, oh yeah and we got like <laughs> it's the beer repeating on me excuse me uh, yeah we got loads of people to like get involved and retweet and you know bumped him up a couple of followers to say thank you for like being such a cool dude um, he is a cool dude. He would every week he would do a feature for someone else mm. just to get them more popularity. Yeah, he he would uh, he would um, he would selflessly post other people's tweets, and then he would do a tweet call asking other people to give him theirs because mm. that's that's the commodity on Twitter. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'm I, I'm grateful to him. I think he did one for me once, and it really did help. Uh, yeah. So if hoppers, if you're listening, thanks, buddy. Yeah, keep it up. It's like a seal of <laughs> approval. It's a good place to find new people to follow as well, because he's like he's got his eye out, he's got his ear to the ground, he's got his tongue in your ear, looking for like the best <laughs> new accounts to to get on board with. And yeah, he's he always knows. He always knows the best ones. The, the he's a tastemaker. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I was talking with uh, the real Eatwood. I met him in person. He's our little termite friend. Mm-hmm. And I was saying to him, when he retweets me or anybody, it's such a good feeling. Like, you, first of all, he has a lot of followers, so like you know that your jokes are going to be exposed to more people. Mm-hmm. But even more than that, everything that he does is just so perfect. Mm. So it's like a prestige retweet yeah. when he does it. It's mm-hmm. sort of like, a, like you're saying, the seal of approval of mm-hmm. like, okay, this guy recommends this, so you can trust it. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. Rue has got one of the, um, the one of the tweets that I would say that I'm most envious of in the world, which is the uh, the Back to the Future one. You know that one? I know that one. Yes. I don't want to kill it by trying to half remember it, but for the sake of the listeners, if you haven't heard this tweet, it's very good. If you go on the Real Eatwood's uh, Twitter account and search it, you'll find it. But basically, it says uh, there are three Back to the Future movies to. Um, to explore uh, the three great questions in a man's life. Um, <clears throat> one's, uh, uh, one's past, one's legacy, and cowboy. <laughs> I laugh every time. I delivered that so badly. You see what I mean? Like, it's, you can't do it. No, you, you didn't. You can't speak a tweet. It's so bad. But check it out. We'll, it's a good tweet. We'll let the listeners decide. Listeners, if you hear this, please comment... With your official rating of Mike Bigby's reading of the real Eat Woods Back to the Future tweet. We would yeah. love to see your rating. Out of five. Okay. And. Well, listeners, if you participate, <laughs> you gotta get it in right now. Sorry. That was good. I, apologize. I like that. That was good. You should be on the radio. I don't know how I could. I guess, okay. I guess a podcast is a radio, it's like the future of radio. Isn't it? This is this is coming out present. over the out over the sound waves and gently penetrating our listeners' ear holes, just like the radio. Yes, it's 
It's the radio that nine people listen to. That's what a podcast is. Mike, I first, I think the first big impression that you made on me as a Twitter dude was when you did the dog food culinary school tweet. Culinary. Culinary. How do you say that? Culinary school. I would just say culinary. Good. Okay. I got it right the first time. Um, Can I say it? Do you mind if I say it? Of course. Okay. So you've created a character who is at a dog food culinary school. He's a student. And he says to his teacher, my dog ate my homework. And the teacher says, that is good. <laughs> it's not cool to laugh at your own jokes, but I can't help it. Yeah, I don't know where that came from. I remember writing that joke. I was like, uh, I was in a smoking area at work um, instead of doing my actual job. And uh, I don't know, it just popped into my head. Um, I was thinking about like common phrases and trying to like, you know, have a little twist on them. Like I think most people do when they start writing jokes. Uh, and I think it is actually my best tweet of all time. I don't think I've ever topped it. Um, I'm glad that you liked it. That means a lot. I, I loved it. Um, and I think my favorite part about it is that the teacher doesn't say, that's good. The teacher says, that is good. <laughs> For some reason, just the, the use of the full word is cracks me up every time. I don't know why that works. There's some... Uh, magical elements sometimes to jokes that you can't quite put your finger on but god I love that one that was uh, I, I, I'm going to take credit for that because that was kind of intentional that, that that it would be funnier to say that is good than it is to say that's good um, but I don't I, like like you I have no idea why <laughs> that is <laughs> um, well speaking of your uh, Twitter account Mark I don't know if this is like a two way thing but it's definitely a one way thing for sure no doubt don't about you it. Don't you dare compliment me. I think that you're really bad. And I'd like you to stop. No, I, uh, no Mark, I think that you're one of the funniest people on Twitter. You're one of my favorite uh, Twitterers. Because you have, like, such a, you have like a definite voice, you know? It's difficult to uh, craft a voice. But you're one of the people that I think of when I think, God, my friends are so much better than me. And I wish I was as good as my friends. You know, like everybody has that kind of, you know, uh, creative self-doubt. Uh, yeah, Michael, yeah. that that's so sweet of you. That's oh, really nice of you to say. Wow, I don't good. believe it, and honestly, I don't feel like I always feel like I'm struggling to find my own voice. Like everything that I do, I'm hoping leads me to some kind of discovery about who I am and what my point of view is. Because like I just feel like I'm floundering all the time. So for you to project onto me a sense <laughs> of <laughs> comfort with self. In so much as that I have a strong voice. Well, that just makes me feel like you're a huge dumbass and you just don't see it. <laughs> Maybe that's what it is. That could be what it is. I mean, I do, you know, that's, I think, uh, I think it, it's part and parcel with people who do this kind of thing. It's like, you have to have something kind of fundamentally wrong with you to want to be yeah. like a Twitter person. You have to be like deeply insecure in some way to need that approval. Maybe you're... You know, your parents didn't pat you on the head enough when you were a kid. Uh, but it's Maybe it, you had your parents murdered as a child. Yeah, exactly. So I could become Batman. Um, <laughs> but the annoying thing about Batman is he has a lot of money. Uh, and how do you make money if you're not on Twitter? I mean, Fabs. <laughs> Fabs is the way you make money. Fabs are worth a lot, you know. 
and I, I like dish them out freely because I'm just such a generous guy. Uh, you are. You're a generous guy. Uh, Mike, you're, um, you don't have to just call yourself a Twitter person. I know that you do other things, too. I know, like, you're a musician. Yeah. And you, you make money from music, I believe. I do. And you're also, yeah. you do stand-up. Mm. Well, I've done stand-up. I'm not a stand-up. Uh, I probably wouldn't say I do stand-up either. It's been a little while since I've done stand-up. But, uh, yeah, I do stand-up. And uh, I do music. Um, I have my guitar next to me as well for later. I don't know whether... You can give me the wink when you want me to get it out, whip it out. I'm talking about the guitar still. Um, <laughs> but yeah, yeah, I, I do some other stuff. I'm, I'm really... Um, I've always wanted to be like uh, like people that I am very jealous of. Uh, like when I was a kid, I wanted to be, um, you know, Peter Venkman from uh, Ghostbusters. And, right. Um, as I've got older, I haven't, um, I haven't got over that, but it's like specific and it's about like specific crafts. And, you know, at the moment I want to be Dan Harmon. I want to be Harris Whittles. Um, not dead, obviously, but I want to be like Harris Whittles when he was alive. Rest in peace. Um, but I'm very jealous. So of funny. But yeah, he's amazing. Absolutely amazing. So funny. Um, yeah, Harris is so funny. Just like effortlessly funny, it seems like. And able to create so many different things mm. um just, that's inspiring not so much in that just that he's funny but also that he's able to translate that into so many different fields mm. and uh from peter vankman i remember my one of my favorite things about bill murray was that he could keep a straight face through anything <laughs> so when i was like in uh when i was in like sixth seventh eighth grade I would just giggle constantly, like I could not hold it in. And I thought the pinnacle of cool would be to be like Bill Murray. Mm. And even when the funniest thing is happening around you, you can just keep that straight face and continue on. There's something about that deadpan of his that appealed to me so much. And now that I'm an adult and uh, I've died inside, <laughs> I um, <laughs> find it very easy. I'm no longer capable of laughter. Comes uh, and I just wish that the laughter would sprinkle through me like it once did in my youth. Yeah, I could, yeah, exactly, exactly right. Uh, I've got a friend actually. Um, this is this this may be like a bit of a tangent, but I've got a friend. I mean, it's already a tangent. It's a tangent on a tangent. Okay. Um, tangent up. It's like fractal now. We're on a fractal. <laughs> uh, my friend Ollie Munster, who's on Twitter. Uh, who's my friend in real life and also my writing partner um, in my other projects. Uh, oh, no way. <clears throat> he wanted to be Peter Venkman so bad when he was a kid that he, when he went to the barbers, there's a, like a famous story amongst my friends, like he went to the barbers when he was like eight with his dad and he asked for Peter Venkman's haircut, so like to get shaved in the corners of his head like that because he didn't understand what a receding hairline was. He just wanted, he just wanted, a, he wanted a Bill Murray haircut, and he asked to have, um, and you know, I don't know if they did it or not. I hope they did. I mean, it's a funnier story if they did. I'm just gonna say they did do it, and we all laughed oh, at it. Oh God! But I don't know. We, if it's true. we have to see pictures of that. What a funny idea! He's so not so naive. He doesn't know what a receding hairline is. <laughs> He's a very funny guy, and not enough people follow Ollie Monster. They should follow him. He's good. Um, but, uh, yeah, um, but what I was going to say, what I was getting to is, uh, Neil Cicerigo. Do you know who Neil Cicerigo is? Uh, no, I don't. You probably know who's, 
his output like he is a, he has an insane body of work and like it's so like multimedia that I'm so jealous of it he is like what you would call a genius and not be like you're not exaggerating um did you ever see uh Potter Puppet Pals I haven't even heard of that Mike you haven't heard of Potter Puppet Pals I have not okay have you heard of uh the ultimate showdown of ultimate destiny do you remember that no. From Newgrounds? You were like on the internet when you were a kid? Yeah, but that, those things, I have no idea what they are. So you'll have to start from scratch with this explanation. Brody Quest. Do you know what Brody Quest is? No. Okay, <laughs> well, stop right, assuming okay. that I know anything, any oh, of your childhood God, references. God. Okay, well, he's a very famous internet man. Um, and he's like our age, which is the worst thing. Um, <laughs> and... Yeah, he's just done so much stuff, and it's like it's insane when you like Potter Puppet Pals was like a piss takey Harry Potter puppets, uh, like non serious, like obviously, uh, like comedic, uh, very very popular, millions of views per episode, a whole series. He also did Ultimate Showdown of Ultimate Destiny, which was a huge like flash animation when I was like fourteen, and I found it hilarious when I was fourteen. Obviously. You know, uh, I don't know if it holds up now. I remember it being quite complex. It's a song, um, and like the lyrics were quite complex, and uh, it was funny. Yeah, but those are the things that fill you with gumption when you're 14 years yeah, old, exactly, and kind of fuel you as an adult. That's like your baseline of what's funny mm-hmm. to you now. Exactly, and he also did a thing called Brody Quest, which I saw when I was like 17 or 18, and I found it extremely funny. And it's like a an mutation of. Uh, of like a photo of um, Adrian Brody going through like the best day of his whole life, and he like meets God, and then God, like, I don't know, it's it's there's no script to it, but it's kind of implied that God uh, like dubs him the supreme being, and then all of Earth and history, all human like achievement is like um, replaced with Adrian Brody. So like the uh, the the Sphinx. The Sphinx's face is like wiped out and replaced with Adrian Brody's face. It's so it's dumb, but it's hysterical, like uh, dumb funny. And what's crazy about all those things is that when I was watching them at the time, I didn't know that they were all the same guy, and they're all the same guy. And he's oh, that's amazing. And he's incredibly, incredibly funny, incredibly creative. He's just done an album called Mouth Moods. Which is his third, <laughs> his third album of mashups, and they're so. Can I just say amazing. he's really good with titles? Yeah, all of these titles are phenomenal. I know. Yeah, he first did uh, what was it? Mouth. Um, I don't know. Mouth something, and then Mouth Silence, in which there was no Smash Mouth in it. It was all re- remixes. There was no Smash Mouth in the second album. It was called Mouth Silence, and then the third one was Mouth Moods, and it had a bit of Smash Mouth in it. It's very. It's very good. I know I'm saying Smash Mouth and I'm going to turn some of you off. Like, it's been done to death lately. But, uh, like, this guy was in before that, the, you know, the craze. And he's really good. I and mean, then you should definitely check him out. But I, I want to be like him. I want to do, like... I don't, I don't just want to do Twitter. I suppose a good way of explaining it to someone who doesn't know who Neil Cicerico is is think about... Um, do you know Pixelated Boat on Twitter? Of, yeah, of course. Yeah. I think most of us do. Exactly. So, like, he he doesn't just tweet. He also, um, like, his vines were hysterical and, they're, like, animated. Uh, and he does uh, comics and he does all sorts of different stuff. And he's very political at the moment, which is something that I probably will never do. But, uh, like, his multimedia uh, cre- creativity, I 
I'm so jealous of it and, and want to do it. Yeah, uh, I think you shine really brightly when you do your multimedia multimedia tweets uh, or any kind of project where we get to see your face or a picture that you've deemed to be funny. Uh, for instance, how big of a hit was your bagel tweet? <laughs> where what is it? I think you'd say. Love to eat bagels. You purpose you spell bagels wrong. Mm-hmm. Then, oh, it's such a monstrosity. You you take the bagel, you cut it in half, but not in the way the bagels are normally cut in half, where you can easily spread cream cheese on them. You cut it so it's like two chunks, like two U-shaped chunks, mm-hmm. and then you stick them back together with peanut butter and jelly. <laughs> it's horrible, yeah. but it's so funny. When you shared that, the the moment I think I was online the moment that came up, I think I was like one of the very first people to see that, and I must have laughed for the entire day. It was so funny. I can't believe how funny that is. I ate that baby, the- like, <laughs> like that as well. And uh, then it got stolen. That's how you know you're doing really well. Yeah. When somebody steals your tweet or your picture and makes it their own. It's been stolen a lot. It's such a dumb thing. Like, I hate to get like Paul McCartney on you, but that literally came to me in a dream. The the bagel being cut that way, uh, the bagel. I shouldn't call it bagel. That's very British of me. Uh, it came to me in a dream, like yesterday came to Paul McCartney in a dream. That bagel came to me in a dream from God. Oh yeah, God it was scrambled eggs. I am just a channel for the force of the universe. <laughs> Made that bagel. And it's gone viral, but not through me. Like, I yeah, I I'm happy that people find it funny. That's all. I, I okay, so you're just the vessel through which these yeah. ideas flow. Exactly. You know, I don't want to okay. get big headed or anything. But yes, I am Jesus. Yeah, a little bit. A bagel tweet came straight from Jesus. Mm. Mike, you um, you seem to have cornered the market on being a complete dumbass online um, <laughs> <laughs> and I say that as a high compliment it's a really fine line to ride because you could get it wrong and people will actually believe that you're as stupid as you appear to be but you you do it with just enough of a wink that we're like this guy is actually brilliant but he's saying the the dumbest thing that I could possibly imagine I don't think um I mean, I don't think that's me. I think that's you. That's how I would describe you. <laughs> I, I don't think I'm, I'm... I'm not... I'm definitely not brilliant. I'm a very long way away from brilliant. Like, an insane amount of distance from brilliant. You're closer to brilliant than I am. Um, but, yeah, I, 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 I don't know. I, I find dumb stuff really funny because I'm dumb. But, yeah, we're, that's what... whatever our brilliance is, that's debatable. But it's complete fact that we're both... Com- the complete idiots mm. that's what we are yes yes um, absolutely I think your biggest tweet now you were wrong your biggest tweet now is did Ariel think her dad's trident was a gigantic hairbrush mm. that is the sheer stupidity of that is astounding I what, what? <laughs> <laughs> she, that that princess right um, she is not the sharpest princess in the castle let's just put it that way she, uh, I mean, not only does she, like, give up her entire life for a man she's never even met, she just looked at once, uh, she thinks forks are hairbrushes, and even <laughs> in the context, in the, co- like, 
I understand if someone like shows you a fork and says, this is a dingle hopper and you use it to brush your hair. Uh, you would think that that's what it was. Fair, fair enough. But even in the context of a, in the context of a dinner scenario with other people who are using the dingle hoppers to grab food <laughs> and put it in their mouth, she still thinks it's a hairbrush and she uses it. Mm. I mean, that's ridiculous. And, um, I was watching it the other day because my um, my fiance absolutely adores Disney, and so do I. I, I adore Disney. I'm, I'm not ashamed to say that. I'm a big um, Christopher Vogler, um, Volgan, Christopher Vogler, Volga. I can't remember. Christopher Volga fan. I'm a very big fan of Christopher Volga, so I'm a big Disney fan. Uh, and I was just and I just realised that, that he's carrying around this big ass dingle hopper, and how does he not recognise it? Like a smaller version of her dad's dingle. I, you know, come on. Okay. Okay. No, I'm glad I brought it up because now you've explained it with quite a bit of insight. So, okay. I see your thought process now. It took me a long see, time. See, when I first read it, I thought it was just, he's doing a satire of uh, how somebody could be so dumb that, you know, it's not even worth it. Let's just go with your explanation. Yeah. Okay. You, you got it. You got it. And I think that is your top tweet. So congratulations. Thank you very that. much. I'm actually not happy that that's my top tweet do you ever feel like that do you ever feel like your oh, top yeah. tweet isn't your top you know like your best tweet i like um, my top tweet but the ones under it i don't like so much there's like mm-hmm. numbers two three and four i don't think i love so much there's a, there's one specifically on my um five star which is like a bit of a ripoff like it isn't actually a stolen tweet but like it's it's like a format tweet and i'm not proud of myself for uh, like it was one of the very first popular tweets ever it was over a year ago when I first started doing it. Well over a year ago, probably two years ago. And it's really popular for some reason. It's not very good. And it's the um, it's the the one about the carpenter, Jesus. The, 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 I can't remember what, oh, what, what it is. What is that one? Yeah, I know what you're talking about. I can't conjure it to mind. Oh, though. yeah. Joseph was the carpenter. Jesus was the carpenter's monster. Oh yeah, <laughs> no, so, that's a good one. But it's, I don't I, think I, it's, it's. That's not like a popular format. That's not like an obvious format tweet. I don't think. Well, yeah, I mean, it, it was. I'd seen somebody else do almost exactly that tweet, but with uh, Bon Jovi. I think it was Fart um, at Fart. You know, John Hendren. Yeah, it was yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, you know, um, no, it, Bon Jovi is the band. You're thinking of Bon Jovi's monster. And so obviously it's the same joke. I just swapped out something else where you could. I'm I'm ashamed that that's on the top. Oh, but please don't be ashamed. I'm not gonna delete it because because uh, <laughs> I'm not all for fabs. Yeah, you can't throw away that internet validation. Exactly, exactly. I sure can't. Um, okay, you were gonna talk about musicianship, being yeah. a musician. So what's going on there? Um, well, I I uh, I learned to play the banjo first. Uh, when I was like 10 years old because I got um, Banjo-Kazooie on the N64. Did you ever have that? I didn't have it, but I know about it. Right. Okay, so there's an introduction at the beginning of Banjo-64. Listeners, uh, the millions of listeners out there, the the percentage uh, that have had an N64 and have played that game, they'll know what I'm talking about. There's an introduction where Banjo Banjo the Bear plays Banjo the instrument, uh, and it's really good. And I saw it when I was 10 and I was like, holy shit that's the coolest thing I've ever seen um, and I bugged my parents for months to like buy me a banjo and get me lessons and I, I got it uh, 
you know, fortunately, um, I always worry that this story makes me sound like a like a privileged like little rich kid. Like, get me a banjo. <laughs> oh, your parents bought <laughs> you a banjo. banjo. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's stupid. I know. I know that it's stupid to think that, but I can't help but think it. Uh, my parents bought me a banjo. I had banjo lessons and then uh, to play a banjo because of banjo kazooie. And then a couple of years later, I saw Back to the Future. And I was like, holy shit, that's the coolest oh, yeah. thing. You know, the Johnny Chuck Bicu- Berry guitar. I yeah. was like, fucking hell, that, I want to do that. That's the coolest thing I've ever seen. So <laughs> um, I bought a guitar and I got like, I was only going to have like, I was like, I said to myself, I'm only going to do a couple of lessons because I only want to learn how to play Johnny Be Good. And Johnny Be Good was the first song I learned to play. And it turns out like once you learn Johnny Be Good, other songs are quite easy to learn. Yeah, that's a tough song. Uh, there's a lot to it. I mean, it's not like the toughest song, but like for a beginner, it's pretty tough. Um, and um, and then I've just been playing guitar ever since. And then uh, I I play guitar at like clubs and pubs and stuff in Gloucestershire, um, in Blizzlington. Just <laughs> <laughs> a callback to Field Kelly Ridge. <laughs> um, yeah, blazing uh, guitars of Butterfield Ridge. Oh yeah. Um, but well, that's the way um, bluesy, John and Paul started too. Uh, Paul McCartney, John Lennon, they learned on the banjo. Yeah, I think John's like, John's John. mother taught them exactly, and yeah. then she they tuned them to be guitar tunings, and then from there they graduated to regular guitar. I don't think they had banjo kazooie sixty four though. They probably had like banjo kazooie like uh, two or three. Yeah, yeah, it must have been like Back way then. in the early days of banjo kazooie, like <laughs> maybe up to as far as four. Possibly but 64, that's still a ways in the future. Yeah. It's uh, so <laughs> a stupid joke. But I like it. I really like that joke. Um, uh, yeah. So, I look, yeah, that, that's the end of the story. And I get paid to play, um, which is very good because not many musicians do. Um, yeah, that I'm is very good. Extremely good and handsome and talented. You, know. <laughs> you are. <laughs> uh, we're going to get to our Twitter questions in just a couple of minutes. Um, sure. Let's see. Oh, I just lost my train of thought. I was going to ask you something. Okay. Um, Did you want me to play a song while you think about it? Um, or do you want to save that for later? I, yeah, I thought maybe we might save it to the end, but it, you okay, know you know. seem itching to play. Let's just do it now, okay. and then we'll get back to the conversation. Okay, well, this is going to be confusing for listeners, but I'm just going to say it to you now. So it could be, you, know, you can cut it if you want, but you don't have to, but... I'm going to take my headphones off to play the guitar. Okay. And obviously, you can hear me through this microphone, so it might not sound so great to you, but the recording, it should be all right. Okay, I recommend you take your headphones out of the computer so that you can still hear me. Well, that's a good idea, but then, when yeah. it, like, what if it feeds back? Oh, okay. Yeah, you're right. Okay, never mind. Leave them in the computer, right. play your song, and then come back. I'll be back in a sec. All Love right. you. Bye. <laughs> See you soon. All right, everybody, this is Mike Bigby playing something on the guitar. I fucked it up. I fucked it up already. <laughs> uh, okay, I'm too drunk. I'm too drunk. Baby, can't you see I'm falling? A girl like you should wear a warning. It's dangerous. Falling, can't you see? I'm falling. 
A girl like you should wait on warning. It's dangerous. I'm falling. Can calm down. Yeah, and it's all around. Oh man, can you feel me now? I'm gonna stop. I'm gonna stop because it's really bad. Can we just cut that whole whole bit out? Not a chance. You okay. uh, keep you, it in. You assume that I know how to do that, and I don't. So it's okay. Stuck. Well, keep it in. Keep it. In. Well, let me play something else so I can make up for that because I I learned that today, thinking that would be the best song. It was good, play. Mike. No, it was, it really was bad. good. Can I, can I, I think you were. Uh, I was dancing while okay. you were playing, mm-hmm. and um, we'll just say that that distracted you. My okay. sexy dancing distracted you. All right. Okay. All right. Deal. Deal. That, that's okay. what Deal. it was. It All right. Place whatever you want. Get comfortable. Take a deep breath. <sighs> I'm just so nervous. Oh, I'm, I'm just expecting out. this to open up so many doors for me. Like doing your <laughs> podcast. Like next, I'm doing Steve's Steve Skinner's podcast. Then oh, next, awesome. you know, it could be anything. It could be like ruined picnics. Uh, uh, now we're talking, and then it could be, you know, Scott Aukerman's comedy bang bang. Like you mm-hmm. never know. Uh, and then American Bandstand right after that. Exactly. <laughs> um, so yeah, so the nerves are very. Uh, they're going a mile a minute. I don't think nerves Mike, do that, but the heart, the butt. Anyway. Mike, you're doing great. You, <laughs> you're my, you're a terrific guest. You're doing very well. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. Okay. Anyway, so uh, what were we talking about? Okay. Let's get to. Um, oh, oh, <laughs> one more thing before we get to the Twitter questions. Uh, you are you're engaged. You said something about your fiance. Yes, I am. Can you, engaged, yeah. Tell us about her. I think we would like to know. Um, her name's Jess. Uh, she's a sweetheart. Um, uh, she's um, you know she's cool. She doesn't like Twitter very much. She thinks I spend too much time on it. Um, but, you know... It's a valid point. Fair, yeah, fair enough. <laughs> I can't understand it. But, um, you know, she's just... Uh, yeah, she's great. Like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how to explain her. She's just, like, cool. I'd say she's a yeah. cool person. Does uh, she come to your musical performances when you play? She um, she often does. Most of the time she does. But if uh, if I'm just going to, like... If I'm going to get paid, like, I don't I bring my friends along because... I play like right. I've got like a two hour set so it's the same every time so uh, if I'm just going for like work if it's work she doesn't come along because she doesn't like I mean can you imagine being in a random pub and like the one person you're with has to go up on stage for like two hours and you have to sit there on your own It'd be a bit shy, yeah <laughs> that is rough yeah so um, she does come occasionally but most of the time not um, but yeah she, yeah she's uh, she's great she's here actually I could get her on I'm not gonna do that. I'm not gonna do that. She's not like a yeah. Let's person. let's spare her. <laughs> <laughs> let's not do that to her. Hello, um, I am Jess. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> She is beautiful. I am very uh, uh, very pleased to be here, Ma. It's lovely to speak to you. <laughs> Mike, I see why you're attracted to her. She looks exactly like you. Oh, stop it, you! That's so sweet of you to say. Okay, Jess. Okay, thanks. Bye. <laughs> Bye, everybody. Bye, Jess. Okay, she's she's gone. Oh God! But and uh, your your grandma got you a gift for your engagement, right? Yeah, she did. Yeah, a box of chocolates that she'd eaten. <laughs> <laughs> 
I was worried that that, that was going to look like I set it up when I took the picture and posted it, but it was legit. She really ate all of those, and uh, and then and then gave it to us as a present. <laughs> oh my god! Is uh, okay. Let's get to the Twitter questions. All right, the first one is. Where does Mike Bigby get off being so handsome and talented? Wait a second. That's from you. <laughs> you well, can't do good that. Question. <laughs> good question, uh, Mike Bigby from Twitter.com. Um, I was, I, you know, I was, in the words of Lady Gaga, uh, I was, baby, I was born this way. I can't help it. You know? That's, All right. That's Hopefully that's a satisfactory answer to the audience, which is only you on that question. <laughs> uh, Goggle Possum would like to know, do you even lift, bro? Um, I'm going to treat this question seriously. I used to be very fit when I was younger. Um, like, like I was saying earlier about there's got to be something deeply wrong with you to want to do Twitter. It's the same problem, insecurity. Uh, and I used to like be super fit. I was like really good at taekwondo which is uh, as you know is a very cool thing to do martial arts uh very cool in my pajamas and my black belt and uh i did gymnastics and i did parkour also cool you did uh, parkour yes i did yeah um and i wanted to be a uh, a saiyan i used to want to be goku from dragon ball z that's that's where i go with that so i used to lift and i used to be very fit but no longer my friend i am now a fat Funny guy. <laughs> um, I'm not, I mean, I'm not calling myself funny. That's an uncool thing to do. But, you know, that's what I'm trying to be. I'm trying to be a funny guy. I think it's working. And also, you are very handsome. Oh, stop I think, uh, You may not be chiseled out of granite, but you're still quite a good-looking fellow. Mark, I'm engaged. I told you this. <laughs> stop it. It's um, outrageous. Jess, okay, fine, would like to know... How could you? Um, I, I guess you know the context to that. Yeah. It, well, it was a long time ago. It was a different life. I've apologized for it a thousand times. You know, how many times can some, one man say, sorry, you know, I'm just a human being. And anyway, okay. that, in my defense, it was the toddler that started the fight. So what's a man <laughs> supposed to do? You know, how many times do I have to say sorry for that? Yeah. How many, yeah, how many times, Jess? How many, just talk to me in the DM. If you wanted to speak to me, speak to me face to face about that goddamn toddler. It was his fault, okay? His fault. <laughs> Jess, if you're listening, he, he does look he does look completely sincere. Um, and I think that you, you, you ought to forgive him if you're listening. Mm. Okay, um, okay, here's something um, Tom Sauced, mm-hmm. uh, Trojan Sauce. This looks like maybe something that's actually serious. He, serious. he said, "He said number one, why did you cancel our plans on the day of our plans when I was already on the train?" Well, in is my, that true? In my defense, did, did you do him wrong? I did cancel our plans, but not on the day of our plans, and not while he was on the train. If, unless he went like a day early, it was the day before our plans. I canceled the plans. I can't remember why. But it was basically, I think I was like dog sitting or something like that. Like I couldn't leave for some reason or another. So I couldn't go. But it wasn't like he was coming to meet me. He was coming to meet a group of people. And everybody else still went. So fuck off, Tom. That's all i got to say to you. <laughs> he has a penchant for drama. There may be some exaggeration in there. 
He also wants to know why did you steal that donut picture? Well, I think Again, he's talking, I don't know what he's talking I about. I think he's talking about the bagel. Ah, uh, the bagel. Because Tom and I are friends on Facebook, and uh, every time that that bagel appears somewhere, like on BuzzFeed or like Buttfeet or like Bur- <laughs> Burnt Feeds and Bird Feeds and all of the different BuzzFeeds mm-hmm. that there are, um, right. somebody, one of my friends, will inevitably post it on my wall. And then I will come in it being like, motherfucker, stop my butt, fucking bagel. That's my bagel. Um, and it's become like a thing. Uh, I think he's been witnessed. He's been a party to that. Um, he's been a witness. And uh, I, I think that he, that's what he's doing there. He's like, you know, it's like a call back to like a, an in-joke, which is not very uh, useful, Tom, when I'm doing a fucking podcast for a bunch of other people that aren't you or me. Okay. <laughs> this has become solely the Mike and Tom podcast. <laughs> Tom, if you're listening, uh, calm down a little bit. Uh, our friend Cyrus American, who has been mm-hmm. our friend for at least a year, he's a really I good love, guy. I love Cyrus. He's one of my favorite people on Twitter. Yeah, mine too. He wants to know what in blazes is a pubis. Well, it's like... So, okay, so you got a penis... Where your pee comes out of, and you've got a pubis. I'm where familiar. Your poo comes out of. I don't understand the question. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that explains it. Did he not? Your pubis is where your poo comes out. Of course, because the penis starts with pee. Yeah. So, of course, pee comes out of there. Yeah. So, the part of your anatomy where poop comes out of must also start with poo. Exactly. Yeah. It's not, um, like, in my defense, I went to a Catholic school, and the biology lessons aren't, like, up to Nick compared to. <laughs> like state schools but uh, I'm pretty sure that that is accurate so okay. um, um, David Hughes would like to know why do you love North Korea so much it's the weather man it's so sunny there like and it's such a chill attitude it's like one of those places you could just go on holiday you know put your flip flops on put your shorts on just walk around have a good time like everyone's chill everyone's drinking mojitos out of coconuts you know it's, it's, it's just it's just lush you know who doesn't want to sit the way I think of North Korea I know that who doesn't want to sit on a on a hammock on the golden sands of the North South Korea border like I mean honestly <laughs> and watch the soldiers um, you know the tide of the soldiers coming in and out you know sitting on the dock of the port uh, I don't know what That I'm sounds doing. idyllic. I've yeah, got... the way that you describe it, I can really see why somebody would want to be so obsessed with North Korea. Thank you so it, much, just Mark. The just... relaxing aspects of it. Thanks, thanks, for, thanks for pulling me up out of that nosedive, because <laughs> I, I did not know where I was going with that. And you just stepped in right at the perfect time to make me not make an idiot of myself. Now that I've acknowledged it, though, probably kind of undid, uh, undid that, but thank you. Um, that's basically it on the questions. You already answered one about a fitness regimen, uh, your parkour regimen. Oh, yeah. And uh, Adam Johnston, I don't know who that is. He's my friend uh, he's... in real life. Oh, okay. He wants to know, how did you get your pecs so dense? Um, all i got to say is yardage, yardage, yardage. That's what it's all about. Like, you know, it's a game of two halves. Uh, what The right peck and a left peck and you you just gotta get those um score those tries and get those home runs in and uh and just concentrate really hard and um you know squeeze squeeze really hard 
squeeze squeeze them yeah. to perfection. There was another question that I do want to answer. That was from uh, no, please the, yes no 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 the other John uh, Paulie Drawn Turtle who asked. Uh, oh yeah, I skipped that one. I'm sorry. Go ahead and answer it. He wants Son to know. Of a bitch, Mark. <laughs> what is your favorite tweet of his? My favorite tweet of his. This is an, this is why I want to answer because it's such an easy one to answer. Uh, he has a tweet where it says. I'm going to kill her if I say it. It's so fucking funny. Um, <laughs> Carly Ray Jetson. Hashtag make Carly Ray Jepson a Jetson. <laughs> As in from a TV show. Uh, it's, it's the funniest thing I've ever read. That's it's, number one. That's, that's your favorite. That's one of those tweets that I, re- I wish I wrote it. I wish it had come to me. It's so fucking funny. So brilliant. <laughs> it's very funny. That's good. Okay. All right, that would be the question and answer session of the podcast. That portion is over. I think we're winding down now. I Mike. think we are. We're like, yeah, we've been talking nearly an hour. I feel sorry for the poor motherfuckers who've been listening this long. Yeah, they could turn off at any time. Don't even worry about them. Don't tell them. Don't tell them that. Honestly, uh, they, they, once they know their power, there's no stopping them. <laughs> um, do you have any plans for this Easter weekend? Anything fun uh, coming up? No, uh, I'm I'm mostly writing this weekend. Uh, as you already know, as my friend in real life, uh, over the internet of Twitter, the Twitter life, um, I am writing a pilot of a TV show. Oh yeah, yeah! I compl- I forgot all about that. Tell us more. And the deadline is on on uh, Tuesday, so um, I'm I'm writing to finish that, and then I'm going to submit it, and hopefully it will. Well, yeah, and I'll be famous. Do you want to share your idea with us now, or are you trying to keep it under wraps until no, um, I, BBC I, sees it? I uh, I brought it up because I want to keep it under wraps. And I don't want to <laughs> <laughs> um, well, no, I, I, I can't. Is it you. called the life of Pubis? Yeah, I can tell you what it's about. It's about a guy that gets fired and starts his own business. Um, uh, Basically, you know, on a spur of the moment decision to impress a girl, starts his own business and employs a lot of, uh, you know, really shit people and has very little money. And, and um, it's a kind of a, uh, a shit way of explaining what a sitcom is about because obviously the through line is always going to be boring on any kind of sitcom. I think, you know, a bunch of scientists hang out with someone who isn't a scientist who lives next door to them. Like, it's, you know, it's not fun. Like the TV show Big Bang Theory isn't good. Uh, what I'm trying to say is the through line. How did I get onto Big? Uh, I don't know. Arrested Where are you Development is <laughs> really good, but if you were going to explain the through line, uh, you know, a bunch of yeah. rich people lose all of their money. Um, you know, it, it's, it's boring. So it's so what is than it that. that's going to engage people in yours besides the compelling through line? Well, I don't know. I, I have no idea. <laughs> is it a particular sense of humor? Is I, it is it filled with jokes? Is it a, like a, a perspective of looking at things? Is it a satire? I can't tell you, Mark. I mean, I'm so uh, I'm just trying so badly to be Mitch Hurwitz or Dan Harmon, like mm-hmm. Arrested Development, Community, Rick and Morty level funny, um, and I'm not that good. So like, I'm desperately reaching for like the best thing in the world, but cannot quite get there. So. What I'm going to say is, if you're listening, if you like those shows, this show is not going to be as good as them. <laughs> so Here, check here's it my, out. Here's, uh, here's my genuine advice to you. Thank you. Um, and you don't have to take it. 
Okay. But my advice to you is just be Mike fucking Bigby. You know, you are. I think uh, whatever show comes from your brain and your fingertips is going to be interesting and funny because that's who you are. You're an interesting and funny guy, and uh, you're a talented guy. And I think um, just kind of relax a little bit and let it flow from your heart and your soul and your brain. And I think it'll be fine. I mean it. I do mean it. I feel wrong. Sincerely, I thank you so much. And, and listeners, thank you for tuning in. And uh, what do you? You're not the host. <laughs> Thanks to our guest, Mark Majak. Stop it, Mark Stop Majak. Stop it. This is my job. No, quit it. Mark Majak. Quit our it. guest, Mark Majak. Um, our friend Billy, who is, um, oh, what is his name? Um, oh, Energy Backwards, Y Green. He, oh. he has a running gag of calling me Mark Majerk, which really hurts my feelings. He's got the soft G as well. That's the only way that would make sense. He spelled it J-E-R-K. Yeah, but, he, but for him to think of that, he must think of you as Mark Majerk for Mark Majerk be a play on it because if he thought your name was Mark McGark and he was calling you Mark Majerk that would be just like saying Mark Mashit I mean it doesn't work don't it's not a play on you're words. giving him ideas to hurt my feelings please stop <laughs> alright Mike this has been so fun I can't tell this has been really really fun there's an airplane flying over now you might hear that was it better uh, than your last two episodes tell me that we're not going to talk about that <laughs> Um, uh, he gave me a wink. Been, he gave me a I, wink to say. Yes, I think this has been more jokey. Little. We've done more laughing on this one. The other ones have been sort of more like in depth and intense. This yeah. one's a little funnier and lighter. It's about making friends at the end of the day. That's you got to be deep sometimes. That's the name of the podcast, and we're going to end. I just thought of this the other day. We're going to end with my patented catchphrase that we both say. Okay. On the count of three, we're going to say. We are friends. Okay. Okay? And then we're going to hang up. Are you ready? Okay, yeah. All right. One, One two, two, three. three. We Fuck are... you, Mark. <laughs> no. You can't. It was so easy. You it's so can't. easy. I mean, low-hanging fruit. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's not funny. Let's do it again. Go. Three. No, I don't even want to. Stop. I don't know. Come on. Mark, you come on. You ruined it. Come on. No. Hey, come on. I don't want to be your friend anymore. Hey, little guy, come on. Put us oh, upside down. <laughs> Let's do this. Come <laughs> to on. Light me, lightly punch me on my chin, make me feel better. <laughs> chin up. Okay, on the count of three, yeah. for real, will you do it? Yes, please? I, for real. Okay. Scout's on it. I will do it. I'm a scout, by All the right. way. That's important later. Now. <laughs> All right. One, three, two, two one. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye, Mike. Goodbye. I love you, Mark. Speak to you soon. I love you, too.